Second episode since quarantine. Yep, the second quarantine. And this is but because it's like it's fun, but like it's so much more fun when we're like there together. Yeah, agreed. Okay, yeah, agreed. I mean, the good news is though, I don't have to put pants on because I currently don't have pants on. But I don't have. I got this maxi dress on. That I'd be wearing sometime in the summertime. That kind of became like my auntie chair at home. No draws. My scarf is on. My hair looks terrible. No bra. Nothing. <laughs> and it's fine. And it's fine. The only reason why I still have a bra on is because I had to leave the house earlier. But otherwise, same. Yeah. Same. Just out here. Free yamming all day. <laughs> it, I mean, hey, did you see that uh, Kevin on stage video where he was talking about the dude's tweet? Because the, the guy yeah. said something like... Um, that bra you've had on, you might want to change oh, it or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Ain't nobody wearing a bra. It's how I know, like, dudes don't be messing with, like, women for real, for real. Or they don't get women like that. Because, you know, damn well, when we at home, ain't nobody wearing a bra. No like, one's we're just wearing, not a bra. wearing a bra. So, the joke's on you, player. Shut up. Yeah. Because, <laughs> nope. I've literally only put on a bra to leave the house. And even that's questionable because right. it depends on where I'm going. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, I went over my mom and dad for a second because I had to drop off some of the groceries I made, and um, I had a dress like this on. I just threw my jacket on over it and left, and that was it. No bra, nothing. Nay was like, "Why don't you have a bra on?" I was like, Cause. First of all, Nay, <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> like, mind your little like boobless a- business, because the moment right. you grow some titties, right. you go understand why there's no bra. Right. Exactly. So yeah, but anyway, y'all, this is um. <laughs> I don't even know what episode we're on anymore, but this is a new episode of the Game Podcast. It is your girl, Shell Bell. And it is your girl, AC. And we out chair, or should I say, we in chair. Yeah. <laughs> we in chair. Yeah. yeah. We in chair. We have not gone anywhere. Um, and it going not look like we're going out chair no time soon. We so. will not be out chair anytime soon. So. Yeah. But alright, so hopefully everybody is maintaining um, at least some sense of their mental space or whatever. Hopefully you're maintaining some sanity because this is mm-hmm. this is wild, and we're gonna be here for a while. And you know, despite yeah. what uh, that raggedy orange nigga in the White House is talking about, we're gonna be here for a while. So. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing, though. I am tired of cooking. At, at first, it was cute. Yeah. It was cute. I was like, okay, I'm going to try my little meals out. And now I'm like, nope, I don't want to do this anymore. 
Yeah, it has become mature. Yeah. It's got to plan out the meals now. Yeah. Oh, damn, all right, so I got to take this out, and I got to make this, and I got to chop this up, and do whatever else you got to do. Like, you got to plan the whole thing out now. Yep. And, 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 like, usually, you know, we don't have kids and stuff, so we kind of can eat whatever. But being home, it's like, no, I got to have a green vegetable. I got to have, like, you know, you got to plan it like how your mom gets to plan it. Yep. <laughs> no, I need something green right there. I need something green. That's how we were when we had the last time we had our little function. It was like, no, nah, we we need something green. Yeah, out here sounding like our mothers and shit. Yep, because my mom be like that all the time. My dad be like, nigga, just eat this food. <laughs> She'd be like, no, because we need a vegetable. We're like, all right, cool. <laughs> 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 we we become our parents. We have. Damn. We have. Life comes at you fast, don't it? Now we sitting here with bad backs and sour knees. Shit's crazy. Yeah. Who knew knees had an expiration date? Because I'd have popped, locked, and dropped a little bit harder had I known times was going to be like this. If I'd have known that Meg would be around now, I would have probably did it a little less. I'd have saved my knees if I'd have known yeah. she was going to be around. But, That's you know... Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't get my my uh my my eagle on enough for for it well, to I be like this. <laughs> Cause I I dropped it down and got my eagle on, but I feel like if I'd have known, you know, it was gonna be like this, eagles might have taken flight. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Damn! Now I gotta go watch the video. That video was so. That was my shit. Like that was my song. I seen a um a thing on Twitter today or yesterday, whatever. And it was asking like the, the best uncut videos. But it was like out of ludicrous P-popping, Nelly to drill, one of them 50 cent videos. I think it was candy shop or some shit. And, um, damn, I can't remember the last one. Chingy's, Ch- I think it was Chingy something. It was a holiday in. What'd you say? Did Chingy have an uncut video for holiday in? I, th- I think that's what it was. That's what it was. Yep. Okay. Everybody needs to choose, and I, I don't know. I didn't really choose, but probably the tip drill. That video was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Or no, Ludacris had a good video with P-pop and I don't think I remember that I video. Like I, I think tip drill was probably the most notable. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember the other ones. Like I remember the songs, but I don't think I remember the videos to any of them. Besides yeah, that, in the strip club, I don't remember Chingy's or um, Fifty Cent videos. I'm not gonna go back and watch them. But I, do I think I think I got in trouble in high school. We were at a dance, and um, I was giving this boy a lap dance when Candy Shop <laughs> came on. You know, Shady Side of Cat. You was in high school? Huh? You was in high school at that time? I'm pretty sure that's what song it was. I was, was I a senior that year? I want to say I was a senior that year, but, um, yeah, I got in trouble. A little chaperone had to come up and tell him, come around and tell me to get off his lap. Oh, no. (laughs) Damn, and I think that was like 2005. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It was 2005. Now I gotta look at a candy shop. I was at IUP back in. Damn. 
Oh, no. That was 2003, so I wasn't a senior yet. Oh, shit. Was it? That was 2003. Damn, that was in my sophomore year, or maybe in the freshman year, going into my sophomore year. Bro, we're old. Why did that come out in 2003? I just knew that was 2005. That's crazy. Damn. Oh no! Wait, no, 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 no! It came out on the album. The album came out in two thousand three. The song itself, okay. according to Wikipedia, yeah, it came out two thousand five. So that was my senior year. I knew I wasn't crazy. That was his, his first album, right? Yeah, I think that was the very first one. Um, yeah, get Richard Dad Yeah, yeah, but anyway. No, that was on The Massacre. That was the second album. Okay. And that's the one I had, um, I Get Money and stuff. Yeah. Scott Storch did that song. That was my jam. And it was another song he had, then. I can't remember. Whatever. I don't even like 50 Cent. I don't care. I can't get on my nerves. Like, my nerves. Damn that nigga. Like, he's ugly and... He, he literally functions like a child. Mm-hmm. Like he's smart business wise. I'll give him that. Yeah, but as far as like his actual personality, I want to beat his ass like he's a child. I really see why he got shot a lot of times. <laughs> so did you see like the video of him basically coming at his son again, talking about I'd rather have six nine as my son than my regular son or some shit like that. Nope. And it's like, why do you keep bullying your child? Like, if you don't, if y'all don't have a relationship, then y'all don't have that. But all of that extra stuff, like, I don't, it's just, it's fucked up to me. That boy looked just like him. Like, I don't know. He's a cornball, though. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I really haven't paid much attention to anything 50 does or says these days. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely see why them niggas shot him a lot. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> I get yeah. it. Anyway, all right, you ready? That was a long-ass intro. It was. I don't know. We, we just be rambling. <laughs> we're in the house court. That's it. True. Because that was um, a solid 10 minutes of just chatting. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and get into our icebreaker. The burn burns was a little melodic today. I heard you. I heard you, sis. <laughs> I'm bored, okay? I'm so bored. All right. So, um, damn, what is today's date? It's the 14th. The 14th. All right, guys. So, I have found these um, Fresh Prince trivia cards. And I bought them because I love Fresh Prince. And so we're going to ask each other different questions about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and stuff, okay? Word. You want me to go first? Yep. You know I always want you to go first. (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay. So how much money did Carlton spend on Will's Sonny the Seal birthday cake for his surprise birthday? Remember that episode when he was singing Sunny? Yeah. Sunny? He was tearing that shit up too. <laughs> <laughs> was it forty nine ninety five? I was supposed to um give me the options. Yeah, okay, it's A forty dollars, B fifty dollars, C sixty dollars, 
$75. So it was $50, but he says in the song it was like forty nine ninety five or something like that. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was killing that shit. He was pissed. Um, okay. What is Jeffrey's son's name? A, Frederick. B, Tommy. C, Tyler. Or D, Felix. Isn't it Frederick? Frederick. He's a corny. Sure was. One ball. Punk ass. That's good for Remember the Titans. Oh, uh, yeah. Rev. Yep. That was Rev. Okay. Which one of Will's close friends did Hillary seriously date? Very briefly. Was it A, Jazz, B, Ice Tray, C, Tyreek, or D, Keith? Ice Tray. Mm-hmm. Keith. Keith was. Oh, Dio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, yeah. They was they was trashing Ice Tray. Like, damn, they were so mean to him. They were like. Shut uh, off the Don Don Cheeto. And Hillary was with it until he said that he was going to get her a coach ticket to uh, fly back out to to Philly. She was like, Nah, coach? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you know what? I'm not totally mad at it. I'm not totally mad. She was not with it. Mm-mm. Not even a little bit. Oh, good time. Okay, let me see. What else we got? What we got? What we got? Uh, when Carlton decided to be a stripper at Hillary's event, which Michael Jackson instrumental did he dance to? Was it A, Bad, B, Smooth Criminal, C, Beat It, or D, Billie Jean? It was Billie Jean, wasn't it? It was definitely Billie Jean. Okay. I remember. Wait, that's, which one was that? That's when, uh, what did they have to get oh, back? Oh, Vivian caught them, right? Yeah, but they, so, what did they sell her bracelet or something? They accidentally, like, know. sold it and had to get the money to get it back. So they ended up stripping. Yep. And then Aunt Viv caught them, and then Carlton covered up his little nipples. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> He was fucking it up again. Right he there. was. He was tearing that shit up. Carlton All was right. a gem. <laughs> All right. What was Uncle Phil's childhood nickname? A. P. B. J. B. Philly. C. Zeke. B. Big Guy. C. Zeke. Mhm. He hated that shit too. He did. Man, he was pissed at his mama. I feel like Uncle Phil needed to go to therapy. Yeah, he had a lot with him. I love his mom, though. Remember the Heavy D episode when they went to the concert? That was just, was that this morning or last night or something? But it was just on. Grandma was fucking it up in her She uh, was. Her old ass t shirt. <laughs> 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 All right. On Valentine's Day at the Peacock, what song did Ashley sing for karaoke? Was it A? If only you knew. B, I'm your baby tonight. C, respect. Or D, ain't no mountain high. This is easy. Yeah, that was respect. Because there's no way she was singing the other one. No. No uh-uh. way. Because she was singing Make Up Your Mind. And I was like, hey, girl. <laughs> okay. Got to make up your mind. Yeah, said, that song is weak. <laughs> <laughs> Last week. <laughs> Damn. Um, all right. While driving Henry's first car, 
River Carlton and Willhead before they were arrested and sent to jail? Is it A, San Francisco, B, Santa Barbara, C, Napa Valley, D, Palm Springs? Wasn't it Palm Springs? Mm-hmm. Okay. That episode cracked me up, too. Like, yeah. the dude be in the jail cell singing. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking it up, though. Oh, that shit cracked me up. Yeah. All right, here's a good one. Which former boxing heavyweight champion knocked Will out outside of a Nevada casino? Was it A, Lennox Lewis, B, Riddick Bowe, C, Evander Holyfield, or D, Mike Tyson? Was it Evander? It was not. It was Riddick Bowe. Initially, I thought it was Evander Holyfield, too, but Evander Holyfield was on the Christmas episode. That's right. That is right. He came in with the light, talking about the light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Riddick Bowe. Damn, man. All right. What was Will doing the first time he told Lisa he loved her? A, B, shopping in a fat suit, C, hanging at a sorority cabin, or D, playing at the bowling alley? I know what the answer is, but repeat A again. A is watching the stars with her. No, nah, he was walking around in a fat suit. Yeah, I remember that. I gotta stop watching Fresh Prince. These should not be this easy. <laughs> this he is ridiculous. Looking all goofy with Hill Harper. <laughs> Hill Harper. That was oh, him. Damn. Mm-hmm. I had another question for you, but I, I think I'm gonna skip that one because this one is super easy. Like it's it's dumb um okay where did will meet jazz when he first moved to bel-air a the park b bel-air academy c the club or d the basketball court now that one i don't remember the club it was the club because he was the actual dj okay all right yeah all right last one at the dinner table, when Will and Carlton were black, blackmailing Hillary, what did she have to do every time Uncle Phil took a sip from his glass? A, bark like a dog. Compliment Uncle Will. Because <laughs> I just watched that episode today. <laughs> just watched it. Hillary. Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had that baby in there barking like a dog. That's a shame. Like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to do them some more. That was fun. That was fun. But um, all right, guys. So that was our little icebreaker. Beer, 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 beer. It ain't fun. When we're like not in the same room. I know. <laughs> we got to coordinate our burnt burps. I know burnt burps is real skimmy. Like skimmy. Good lord, real stingy. You know. <laughs> For those of you who tuned into our uh, Insecure pre-watch party, you would know that we actually had real Jamaican air horn sound effects. Thank you. Just for that. But just for that. (laughs) Yeah, don't don't get excited because we're not actually bringing those in here. Don't get it twisted. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm watching Living Single. I've been watching this all day on Hulu. I think that's my next order of business. I've been wa- watching, I'm finishing Hang With Mr. Cooper, and I need a new one after this. I think I'm going to go back to Living Single. Living Single is always a good choice. Always. <clears throat> this episode now, 
with um Tatiana Ali when she came in for her little little track meet. Oh yeah. That's Khadijah's sister. I watched that show way too much also. Yeah. But that track meet is real corny. Like the track is all small. Like where was they running to? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like real like elementary school track. Like you're way too close for one. Like where did y'all run into? Right. Right. Oh, but her daddy was fine. Khadija's daddy was. Wasn't he? Man. Yum. He's probably somewhere still fine. Probably. Do we know his name? Michael something. Michael Michael Warren, I think. Okay, because I'm about to look him up because I know he's still fine. Because he was in Trippin', he was in this, he was in, um, he was in something else officiating somebody's wedding. I think they might have been the Golden Girls or some shit like that. Remember when Dorothy's son was getting married to the old lady? He was the officiant in the episode of, um, God, dog, A Different World, when, uh, That's what it was. Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was definitely a different world. That's what it was. When fucking Dwayne come down, baby, please. Baby, man, that will always and forever be my favorite episode. But I don't have to kill him. Fuck out there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You mean as the dude you'd have to kill him, or as the as the wife you'd have to kill him? As the dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some disrespectful shit. Yeah, don't come up in here talking to damn baby, please, nigga. Yeah, no, that that's disrespectful as fuck. Yeah, you will get your ass, Molly. He's seventy four years old. I'm trying to find an updated picture. Oh shit. I don't know. He was. This is updated. See what I'm saying? He's still fine. So now I, look. I don't think this nigga's ever gonna be ugly, like ever. Yeah, cause he was that man. Good lord, over over man be fine as fuck. Don't they? Especially when I look. Listen, I know everybody's going through it because they can't get to their barbers. But when I tell you, I'm loving these little uh, this gray, these salt and pepper beards coming in, oh, honey. Oh uh, yeah. I'm sliding in somebody's daddy DMs when we allowed to go back outside. Because <laughs> uh, we definitely um, date the daddy age now. Oh, absolutely. We can date the daddy or the son, depending on how young the son is, though. Absolutely. No, I can't do nothing below, like, 32. That's too young. But even if you found you a young, six, like, a, a fine-ass 60-year-old, old, mid-50s, I mean... Older 50s, early 60s. You still got a good gap in there because he could have been a young daddy. He gotta, um, he just gotta be, like, cute in his stamina. You know what I mean? Get your little Viagra. Blue pill ain't never hurt nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They will be trying to go all day and I'll be tired. Take <laughs> <laughs> your old ass down, rap. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half hours later, dick still hard. Sir, please, Mr. Henry, please get away from me. Just give me three and a half minutes. Maybe, Maybe even four. four. <laughs> That's all I need, Mr. Charles. That's it, Mr. Frederick. That's it. That's all I need. 
take me out to dinner every now and again. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's it. <laughs> that is. I can't. I can't let them meet my parents because they. You know, I can't be dating nobody they age and they know about it. So. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. I this, uh, this old man at one of my old jobs was trying to talk to me, and my coworker going like tell him to, to start trying to talk to me. And I was like, I didn't ask you for that. And he was annoying as hell. He would come to my desk every day and start talking to me, and I was like, hey, like Charles, I'm cool. Mm-mm. Like, me. He was coming to my car talking about, yeah, I wanted to take you to see Roy Ayers. <laughs> I was like, nigga, I'm not. That is some old like, nigga shit. Oh, I said, yeah, no. Nah. Roy and, uh, Ayers though. Yes, and the one time I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to a party this weekend." He's like, "I like parties." I'm like, "Nigga, I'm not bringing you around my friends. Like, you're old as fuck. What the fuck do you have in common with me and my friends?" Go ahead somewhere. Mm, this is what I'm saying. So I can I can handle a sugar daddy that wants a little sugar. He just got to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just give the sugar to anybody. Either that, or I want a sugar daddy that don't want no sugar at all. Either one. Yeah, you can rub on my kneecaps a little bit. Real quick, and that's it. Talk with the coins. That's it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I tried a white one one time. I mean, you know, I'm not really into like white men, but you know, he was like <clears throat> trying to give me. Um, I forgot how much he was trying to give me per week, and it sounded nice until he started calling me angel and shit like that. And it just, it just like started to make me feel weird. I was like, this is too lazy for me. I can't do this. You might have to push through, sis. You might have to try again, and I realize it might make you... I mean, not like cute white. Say that again? I said he wasn't like a cute white one. He was just weird. He was like, how's my angel doing today? Can my angel send daddy a picture? And I'm like, I'm not calling your white ass daddy. So I'm just like, Uh, don't do that. I was like, hey, can you not do that? (laughs) Please don't do that. I'm not calling you daddy. I'm not doing that. But you got to think about the end result, sis. You know, we'll, we'll talk about this offline. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it because I feel like <laughs> we definitely need to revisit this. But okay. Um, All right, I can. <laughs> push through, sis. I can. <laughs> this is way too lazy for me, though. I was like, no, I can't. You said slavery. It was very slavery. I'm not calling you daddy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Can my angel send daddy a picture? Like, no, fuck you. Okay. No, that's weird. I don't like sending <laughs> pictures anyway. But it, it, that's what I'm saying. We'll revisit it because, yeah, okay. We'll take this offline. All right. Um, All right. <laughs> so there ain't really much going on lately, again, because everybody's in the house all day, every day. So we can't even call it the good, bad, and the fuck shit. It's just literally. The best thing to come out of it is versus on on Instagram Live. Yeah. Because I think the best one so far that I've seen has been T-Pain and um, Lil John. When I tell you that thing had me up out of my seat. Yeah. I was also a little drunk that night, but still. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay. It's not the point. But yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. And, like, it just took me back to a fun time in life, you know. When things were simple. Yeah, and I'm fun college years when I have to worry about shit, but making uh, making sure I had enough noodles and noodles and stuff. Right. Right. That was fun. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I think he, he played, like, pretty much all his shit. 
Lil John, I didn't realize Lil John had did like so much. Yeah. I just didn't realize. I forgot about um. What's that song, Gasolina? I forgot all about that shit. And I didn't realize he did that song. To be honest, wait, he's on the song. Damn, fucking is he so on it? He's he's doing like the little ad libs in the background, right? I think so. Shit, I never put two and two together. He had a lot of stuff, and then him and um him and Ludacris and Usher, they was doing one the other day, like a live where they had um played their new song together. Mm-hmm. That song that they got together, it's called like Sex Beat or some shit like that. But uh, it was too late for me. I went to sleep. Because it was like 10 o'clock and I was knocked out. But, um, yeah, that was fun. So, I think that's the best thing about all of these, about this time so far. Yeah, these free concerts and... And um, I guess we finally get... I guess we finally get, um, Eddie and Babyface on Saturday. And I'm in, I'm in that hoe. So, I think I might put on a red dress. <laughs> Come on, red dress. Look on my high heel. Listen. That me. And some of that sweet perfume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. That's it. That's that's honestly the best one. The Manny Fresh one. This That one was pretty. That was fun. That was pretty cool. I feel like Manny gave up. Like he just stopped fighting. Yeah, but also, like, people were making points about how he was playing shit that he made, like, that's his shit, yeah. whereas I was playing stuff that he made with other people, you know what I mean? So, like, sure. I guess some people thought Manny won because of that, but then some people thought that Scott won because he had, like, more, you know, billboard hits or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, I had fun with that one, though. It was good. It was good. I, you know what I want to see some, um, some female R and B verses. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I would love if they did Brandy and Monica, but I know Brandy's crazy. I love Brandy though, but I know she's crazy. She's not gonna do but, it. No, Monica's not, not gonna do it. No, no, she. I don't think she would. She would go there. Mm-mm. And I would definitely ride for Brandy anyway because. Yeah. She got more. In my opinion, I like her music a little bit better. And Monica sounds like a ghost. So, yeah, vocally, I do enjoy Mon. Nope, I enjoy Brandy better. But mm-hmm. Brandy, just as a person, just doesn't seem like she's all the way with us all the time. Yeah, she's she's definitely off. She's absolutely off. Yeah, I, in fact, I stopped following her on um, Instagram a long uh-huh. time ago. This was back when. Um, I think I stopped following her right when her and Monica got back into it. Like, she was causing all of this unnecessary beef or whatever it was. And I was like, okay, I think I'm done with Bran. Yeah, she's out there. But, you know, musically, I I fuck with her. Um, (laughs) And then Bobby V was trying to do one with him and the Pretty Ricky dude. But, like... Nobody asked for it. Not a single soul. Nobody asked for it because no, we just didn't ask for it. And it also <laughs> needs to be more than twenty minutes. Well, because how many songs did it have? Because Bobby V got slowed down 
tell me. <laughs> I don't know. What else? <laughs> I feel like Bobby V after a while just gave up on his own shit and just started putting out, you know, stuff with yeah. other people. He became the hook nigga. Yeah, like Jeremiah. Jeremiah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. name still to this day. Hate it. Makes Hate my it. ass itch. I don't understand why that man's name is Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs> Yikes. Jeremiah. Mm. Okay. I don't like it. Me neither. But, you I know, don't. it is what it and is. And ain't nobody checking for no pleasure pee either. Like, what the fuck did he even got? That's what I'm saying. The shit would have to be more than 20 minutes because I don't recall. And now I have to, you have to take this with a grain of salt because I was never really a Bobby V or Pretty Ricky fan. They both had some hits, but I was never like into them to know, really know their catalog. So I don't know. Maybe it would be more than 20 minutes. But as far as I'm concerned. Um, because I don't know either. Because again, like uh, Slow Down came out when I was in the IEP. So that was like 2005, six, whatever. And then he had Tell Me, and then... And I like Tell Me yeah. better than I liked um, the first one, Slow Down. I yeah, like, Tell Me I was like my shit. I like both of them, but I don't, I, do, I, don't, I don't know what Pleasure P has. I, don't, I have no idea. So nobody asked for that one at all. Um, so y'all can keep it. Yeah, don't need it. <laughs> then we have... Uh, What's his name saying that Usher stole his swag the weekend? Oh, uh, Abel. God damn it, Abel. <laughs> your ass down, fucking Abel. <laughs> your name is Abel. Sit down. Like, I don't understand. <sighs> Did somebody hit his buzzer and encourage him to say that? I don't understand where that came from. And so I listened to Climax the other day, and I was like, all right, I guess the beginning of the song could sound like something a weekend would do. Because you know how, like, when it first comes on. But, like, other than that, no, because vocally you're not touching Usher. Like, you're not. And no. so when he even came out, I thought he was a knockoff uh, version of The Dream. Remember The Dream used to sing in that mm-hmm. shit, too? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, your music don't slap like that. You you make cokehead music. I can't get into him. I really can't. He, he makes druggy music. That's what he makes. He makes that music where you just be sitting there high and fucked up. And like you said on the one song, I can't feel my face. That's the shit that he makes. I I, I never... The only song I really liked from him was the song from um, Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't even know what song that is. Uh, now I gotta Google because it's gonna piss me off. I don't now, figure it out. I'm not gonna say that because there was like Maybe two songs of his that I do, you know, fuck with. But um, overall, it's like, just be quiet because you're not touching Usher. Then Usher came out with that video of him laying down, singing the climax. Like, you're not touching that, nigga. Laying down. You're not touching that. Mm-hmm. And I can't sing, but that takes a lot of breath control and stuff. So Earned it. That was the song. Okay. I, I thought that's what it was. I did like that song. To me, that song was sexy as shit. Yeah, but I guess I that like was that. the whole point. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, another one that I like, but I can't think of the name. That's how much I don't listen to it. I can't think of the name of it. But yeah, like nobody hit your buzzer, sir. Relax. 
And then people was talking about doing a Trey Song versus Usher. Like, no. No. Leave Usher no. alone. No. For, I mean, so I'm not going to say that Trey Song doesn't have bangers because Trey Day just got to make it. And I did like that album with uh, Neighbors in My Name. But other than that, it's like, you, we know you're nasty. We get it. We know you're a freak and you like the fuck. What do you have? What else do you have? And I could even see. You're not. Uh, who would you put with Chris Brown? So entertainment, well, I guess all around, Chris Brown will probably be a better fit for Usher. But Chris can go for me too because all his songs is the fucking same, and yeah. I just don't like that nigga. Yeah, I think I've I've been over I've been over Trey for a long time. Like to me, he became the nigga. Yeah. That I could watch his videos on mute and and be content because he's 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 fine. He's just annoying. He is, but he sounds like a goat too, like Monica. Remember that one? Um, was the BET Awards when they was on a Prince and he was singing fucking uh whatever song he was singing and Prince was like, "Yep, this nigga on stage." <laughs> I don't know why they disrespected Prince like that. Yeah, no, I don't do that. That but, was like um, that was rude. It was uncalled for, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, but like you said, uh, uh, um, a female R and B one would be good. I want to see like an old school battle, like Patti Labelle and Gladys Knight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. oh, that would be so funny because you know Patti would be going in, and that's I why can- I want it. That's All why right. I want it. I'm just gonna say this. I don't like when Patty sings. Patty do a lot of hollering. She does way too much screaming, and I'd be like, "All right, that's enough for me. I got to turn this off." Yeah, Patty. Like, do, I, I Patty can... do a lot of hollering. Like I see why people, you know, that's a fair, fair argument. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, she got some bangers. I like Patty's music. Like I like her songs, but all that screaming and shit, I can't. Like just like I don't like Shirley Caesar because I can't. I don't I like Shirley fucking... either. I've <laughs> never been a Shirley fan. Uh, I can't. Not, like shut that up. And she be getting to telling them stories and stuff. Shirley, come come on back to the song, sis. You know what? I might be having my dad cracking up about that because like when people get up and they gotta tell a story before they start singing, I be like, yo, sing the fucking song so they can go. Like, you know, because the one day church, you know, you know, I used to be younger and the God had to do it. Hey yo, just sing the song. That's like yeah. you know what that's the equivalent of? Whenever you're looking up a recipe and they give you like that long ass spiel before they get to oh the recipe, God. just give me yes. the recipe. Give me the recipe. I don't need to know how your six year old son came into the room and inspired you one day to make blueberry muffins. I don't give a fuck. Give me the recipe. You don't care. Run out of recipe and tell little Johnny to sit the fuck down. Like I'm really <laughs> trying to be more patient in my in my old age especially when it comes to church stuff but I'm I'm very much so a hey let's get to the point type of person and so even in church I get it but I don't need the song to be 10 minutes I don't think the Lord needs the song to be 10 minutes like he get it he get it he knows who he is he gets it he knows exactly who he is yeah he's aware Mm mm-mm because we were going to sing this one song and um, I was asked to sing the lead, but in the the real song itself, the song is like seven minutes long, 
but four minutes of it is her just straight ad-libbing. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> Guess who's not singing that song? No, hell no. That will be the shortest rendition ever. God is good. Amen. Oh, jeez. I can't. Nope. Get to the point. Get to the point. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't. I'm interested to see who they'll do next, though. Like, I remember Kev on stage had posted something. Why do I just call him Kev on stage? This, um, he posted something about a gospel one with, like, Fred Hammond versus Kirk Franklin and... John P. Key versus Hezekiah Walker, and there was like a couple of other ones that I didn't really pay attention to. But um, John P. Key for me, Kurt would murk everybody, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, but who'd you say, John P. Key and, and Hezekiah Walker? That would be a good one. That would be an absolutely. Good, I was just listening to them the other day, and so even for like Frank and Fred, I would probably ride with Fred because. He's more like worshipy to me, for me. You say like, Frank? Who's Frank? Fred Hammond. I thought you said Frank and Fred. That's why I'm like, well, who's Frank? <laughs> I probably did say that <laughs> shit. Kirk and Fred. God damn it. <laughs> but I would probably go with Fred because he's more like worshipy. Like, you know, when I be in my moments, I go right to the pages of life every single time. So I love me some Kirk, though. I love Kirk. And see, for me, the album that... uh that rebirth album, that's mm-hmm. my go-to. Like yeah. from beginning to end, that song, that album will have me and my entire feelings laid out in the middle of the floor. I like, I like Kirk, but sometimes I don't want to hear like the um, the ad libs, like the contemporary shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the stuff that we would listen to. Like I'd be needing that real like worship music sometimes. Yeah, like I'd be on Fred. Whenever, all day. I love me some fucking Fred. You know who would be a good matchup though? Uh, Kirk and Richard Smallwood. Oh, uh, you know what? As soon as they play "Total Praise" and "Thank You," I'm done. I'm done. Somebody would have to pick me up out the floor. My um, one of my Facebook friends said that they should do the next biopic about him, and I was like, no. As soon as they played both of them songs, it's over for me. A rap. Over. A rap. Over. I'm getting the cry lump. I'm sitting here getting the cry lump just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. See, I like that. Um, I like the old gospel. Like, I like the new stuff, but I like the old one. Like, that's where I go when I'm having a moment because that that was a different type of anointing. Like, them old choirs. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, the, the early 90s ones. Yeah. Like, that was a different type of Agreed. praise. You know what I mean? So, I'd be right... Right there with the John P. Key and the old Hezekiah and stuff like that. Yeah, you know buddy. I mean? Yeah. Different thing. <laughs> Man, you know who would have been a good matchup? Just for shit talking purposes. Aretha and Patty. Oh, gosh. <laughs> They'd have got on there. I would have joined in, not even for the music. I would have joined in just to hear their banter back and forth. That would have been amazing. Yeah. That would have been amazing. That would, be, that would definitely be a good one. Like, definitely. sign sign me up. Because I, I really feel like they ain't really put Aretha in the ground. I feel like her funeral is still going on. But it's still with her little uh, feet crossing them heels. With her little ankles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> Aretha 
Erica was like she was stunting. Oh, <gasps> she said, "Bitch, y'all gonna see all of me from okay. head to toe." Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Y'all better come across my ankles mm-hmm. and put these heels on me. Quit playing with me. Cause I'm a lady, bitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of like verses and beef, I keep seeing this Fifty Cent versus Ja Rule one going around, and uh. I don't know if that would. I don't. I don't know if. It's, I don't know if that would even be a good idea because they ain't gonna do nothing but talk shit to each other. But I think, in all honesty, I don't think that battle would go the way that people think it would go. Absolutely. Because not. as much as as quickly as Fifty came in and destroyed Ja Rule's career for the most part, he that nigga had hits. So, are you saying Jaw had hit? Yeah. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, honestly, it would be a decent one, but I just know they're not going to be able to get past the beef part of it. Oh, yeah. It would be like a petty cat, like real catty, a big catty session with them. Because it's 50 Cent. That nigga is a cat. I, I, I hate him so much. Oh, my God, I can't stand him. Mm, mm, a, mm. hate niggas like him. He just gets on my nerves. But um, Tart. yeah, that would be that would be a decent one though. Um, I don't know who else could do one. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think like older, like female R and B or something, or even rap, even female rap, like Queen Latifah versus somebody. MC Light. Yep, that would be a good one. Mm. That would be a good one. Man, like, I'm just excited to see because, like, like we said in the beginning, we're not getting out of this no time soon, yeah, and so I'm just excited to see what type of you know stuff we get because these concerts have been amazing, these been battles have been amazing, even these DJs have been amazing. Mm-hmm. So I've been over here getting my little life. Yeah, he might be on his like every weekend or whatever. Yeah. I like him though because he play a little bit of everything. Yeah, he love them oldies. He be on them oldies. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I like I told you the other day I was looking at his playlist. Uh, that thing was super old, like stuff our parents was listening to and beyond. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Man. I love it. So what else is happening? Um, I don't know if anybody got theirs, but I still ain't got my stimulus check. Yeah, I ain't been stimulated. Um, yeah, no, not at all. Mm-mm. I'm gonna need that like now. I ain't been stimulated yet, so although there's really no need for me to get excited, I'm gonna hold on to it for like a solid 48 hours, just so it looks like I have money in my account, and then it's going straight to bills. So it's really, I'm I'm holding on to mine, um, because I just need to like save money. I think I'm gonna keep that for a little bit. Yeah, and hopefully I can keep it for a little bit because sometimes I get a little itch and I do want to spend money. Like, just I don't know why. Like I went to Target the other day and I did not stick to the script. Like I needed to get two things, and I came out of there with all kinds of shit. And I was like, I don't even know what the hell I just bought because I was just in there. You know what's been fucking me up lately? Um, between Amazon and 
Klarna. What's I've been, Klarna? huh? What's Klarna? So Klarna is a payment site, so you can use it to break purchases down into payments. So, like, let's say you order something off of Target's website. Let's say your order comes to, comes to like a hundred dollars. Klarna lets you break down that payment into smaller payments, so you're not paying all one hundred at once. That shit has been getting me into trouble. Because I keep buying shit. I don't know if I need to do that because then, then I, I don't know. I don't, you know, you like, you ever get mad at yourself if you spend $100 on one thing? Like, already know that you're going to spend $100 on stuff anyway? Yeah. Um, if it's like 20 and then 25 and then whatever the rest of it is, it's like, I'm going to spend this $100 anyway. Why am I maxing spending on one thing? Like, it's, it's different from me. <laughs> I always, like, no matter what it is that I'm buying, if it's stuff that I didn't go to the store for, I always have to, like, justify my purchases. I'm like, okay, so I was going to spend this. I probably would have spent this on food anyway. So I feel like it's always a debate yep. every time I leave the store. Every time. Yep. Every single time. Yep. yep. We be out here like we got money. And we don't. That's why Klarna is dangerous. Mm. Like, I just spent $50 on some skincare stuff, and I would have never in my black-ass life spent that much on that. But you, um, because I had Klarna, it didn't feel so bad because that right. moment I only spent $10. Where did you order from? Um, This company called Minimo. Sydney had posted it on her... Uh, her Instagram story, because I've been trying to get my skin together. I my I would be the one to wait until I'm like 30 to have skin problems, and I don't understand it. So at this point, I'm just trying a little bit of everything to see what works. So I ordered that, and we'll see how it goes. Because I'm out here looking like a Nestle Crunch Bar, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, it is, it's weird, and too, because we get like hormonal pimples and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, because I know, already know things is about to happen because I'll get a pimple every time on my chin or like over here or whatever like I just yeah that's yeah yeah so, yeah so I don't know girl whenever y'all get y'all checked do what y'all want to do with them I ain't about to sit here and be like oh don't spend your money on whatever like do what you do with your money yeah you should have been giving us more than that the one thing I will say, though, is pay the bills that have not stopped. Yeah. I, I will say that. Usually with, like, regular tax refunds, hey, do what you will. But pay the bills that have not stopped because, you know, in reality, that's what this was supposed to be for. So don't get the skipping your rent. Right. Don't get the skipping your car payments, shit like that. Make sure that stuff is taken care of. And then whatever's left, do what you want. Right. Um, what else is happening? Uh, Floyd Mayweather's daughter out here stabbing people. I don't understand that shit. I, you know what? I didn't even read the whole thing of why she did it or what happened. I just read the headline like Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Yaya, whatever her name is, is out here stabbing chicks. And I'm like, I don't understand why. And then when they showed who she was stabbing it before, I was like, oh, that dude? Like, what What the fuck is happening? And, like, why? First of all, he ain't cute. Don't he got, like, 15 kids? I don't even know who the little nigga is, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, I guess it's I, that NBA young boy dude. I don't know what he does, honestly, because I don't pay attention to him. He's not cute. Um, he's very hostile. And he seems very angry and like he needs help. I did watch the initial video that he put out, like like right after she got arrested or whatever. But then that was it, because I couldn't understand what he was going off about, and so I eventually turned it off. Because that that might have been the one where he called Floyd a bitch ass nigga. Mm. I think that might have been it. I don't know, but y'all y'all is a bird. Because I don't care what my dad does to me. I don't care what anybody in my family do. What you're not about to do is make a video. And call my dad or anybody in my family a bitch ass nigga. You're not. Now I gotta stay. So if I'm gonna go to jail, or if I can be safe for 99 years, I might as well make it worth it. You're not gonna call my dad no bitch. Make it worth my while. Not on, not on the internet. We're not doing that. Mm-mm. I'm just gonna go ahead and stab you, my damn self. So. A bitch ass nigga. Shit, I got mad at the uh, the Clark uh, sisters movie the other day when old boy pushed Maddie Moss into the steps. Wait a minute, sir. It was a certified loser. Bum. Like, real live bum. Bum, 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 bum. Talking about some, we ain't got no money coming in here. Nigga, go get a fucking job. Then go get some. That's like, uh, what's his name's mama on Friday? This ain't enough? Make it enough. (laughs) Yeah, so, I guess we can talk about that. The Clark Sisters movie. I thought it was really good. It was really good. And Anjanu Ellis, like, she's fucking amazing. Like, she, she did, did that. The shit out of that role. Mm-hmm. She like, she's did amazing. that. And, um, I think they all did good, though, but she killed that. Like, yeah. She really killed that. And um, I think it should have <laughs> been, like, one of those 10 episode or six episode, whatever, Netflix series. Because there was so much detail that they couldn't give us in that two hours. And um, so it was very, like, high level. And I'm now I'm intrigued to know more about their story. And, like, the ending felt rushed. Yeah. I had to hurry up and get it done. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, but it was really good. And it was, it was like, very strange because, again... You know, we grew up in a church, so there's a lot of that stuff that was just kind of like, damn. Yeah. Like, church people can really be wild and messed up. Like, when they kick her out of the church or whatever for performing on the Grammys with them, I was like, wow. That's like, crazy. That was a little bit much, but. That's crazy. Was, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, it was very well done. You know, Lifetime is very... Um, they have a rep for not producing the best biopics, mm-hmm. but I thought this was a good one. But I also think that had a lot to do with, A, all of them are still alive except for mom. And then, yeah. B, they had permission to do it. Because usually when their movies suck, there's some part of the family that doesn't want them to do it. So there's chunks missing or it comes off as real corny. Right. But I think because they had the permissions all the way around, then it, you know, it turned out to be a, a quality movie. So kudos to Lifetime. And also, Missy, Queen Latifah, and I think Mary J were executive producers. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that they were like, we're not going to mess this up. Yeah, we're not going to put out no junk. Yeah, because all them other Lifetime movies were like, have, has there ever been a good one? 
because the Tony Braxton one was when I never even watched Aaliyah. that one. You didn't watch the Tony Braxton one? I didn't watch Aaliyah's. I didn't watch Whitney's. I didn't watch. I don't think I watched any of them. The Aaliyah one was horrible. Like that one was terrible. I was upset for her. Um, the Whitney one, I think that's the one Angela Bassett did, but it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Okay. But it wasn't like super great either. Yeah. Um, the casting was good. Like the casting was pretty good for that one. But I think this is really the best one I've seen on Lifetime. Yeah, it looks good. So, so yeah. you know, folks was getting a little churched out life on Saturday. <laughs> and I know Heather was sick of me because, baby, I was down here putting on a full concert. <laughs> I keep meaning to look up the um, the Stevie Wonder song because, like, I know what it is, but can't think of the title of it. For um, I think it was um, was that jamming song that he has. We'll be jamming until the break of dawn. I think it was that one. At least that's what it sounded like. That's exactly what it is. I was like, what song is it? And I can't like, remember the name of it, but I heard it all in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That was, that was a good one, though. It was. It was. Um, I think that's, that's... Do we want to talk about Insecure now? I was about to say, yeah, we can go ahead. And what did you think about the the first episode? So, well, first of all, I thought it was a very good episode because it it leaves a lot of room, a lot of different interpretations for how this season could go. And I even just, a commercial just came on for it while we were sitting here talking. And one of the things I did notice is that when they're at the block party, Molly's not in any of those scenes. And I know she said in the beginning of the um the episode, like, I don't fuck with Molly no more. So I, mm-hmm. for me, I'm just very much interested to see how that dynamic plays out. Like, do they make up and are they friends again by the end? Or do they just honestly become not enemies or do they just not friends anymore? Because I was thinking the same thing. And I think that's where I'm where I am for the season, like, I want to see the dynamic moving forward. Because, yeah. Because, like, we had talked about on the watch party, um, and Samaya had said that, like, neither one, like, none of their crew is, like, good friends. Like, right. they're all terrible friends. But especially those two. Like, yeah. they're not really, like, I feel like Molly keeps Issa around because Issa's always fucking up. And so she kind of helps Molly feel good about herself. Yeah. Because it's kind of like I still got one up on you because I got my lawyer job and, you know, I got money and all this stuff. And here you are, like, fuck up type of thing. You know, some people keep people like that around them and it's fucked up. So I'm interested to see what happens with them. Yeah. Um, I still don't like Because for me, Molly would still be on very thin ice from the whole Nathan thing. Absolutely. Because that was not her place to say anything. Was not and her place. I don't place. care how you think I'm going to react to it or whatever. That still wasn't your place to do that. You got to let me handle that. Like, that wasn't okay. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. So, I, you know, for me, I was honestly surprised to see how chummy they were just even in this first episode. Because, like I said, for me, 
I'd have been looking at sis sideways this whole time. Like, I don't know, bitch. No. And I'm interested because Issa being cool with Condola, but Condola dating Lawrence. Like, I, I want to see where all of this goes. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen people like say, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like Issa's trying to play cool because she don't want to seem like corny or not over him or whatever the case is. But I, I don't know. I don't know what this is going to look like. I think I Lawrence and Issa, they have that type of relationship where it's always going to be. They're always going to have that love for each other, especially because mm-hmm. I went back. What was it yesterday? And I watched all of season three again. They had just gotten back on good terms where they were like right. cool with each other. And so I don't know, like in Issa's mind, I don't know if that was her wanting to get back with him or just her wanting to just be even in a good space. And so right. now that he's dating, what's her name? Condola. I don't know why I keep wanting to call this baby Clorinda. Cause that's not her name. Um, <laughs> but I think there, she's always going to have that love for him and it's always going to be hard for her to see him with somebody else because let's keep it a buck. We all have that one nigga where it's like, mm, I don't necessarily want you, but I don't want you with nobody else either. So fuck that hoe forever and always. So, you know, I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Very, very, very interested. All I know is I want to see my nigga chat. I, we gotta see Chad. We gotta see the blood neighbor. I like um, I like her brother. He's funny. He is funny. He's funny. I like him. And TSA base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he seemed cool. Like he was. He was supportive of her. I do like that, um, and this goes back to your point about Molly. But I do like how Issa really is starting to be more in control of what's happening yeah. around her. Like even how the mixer was going completely left because that was a shit show. But by the end of it, she was able to like take a step back, regroup and pull everybody back in. And it didn't just end on a sour note, which is where I think Molly's comment pissed her off. Like, you know, your life doesn't always have to be messy. I think you like this shit where sometimes that might be true, but in other times you, that's not some shit that you necessarily say either. But again, Molly's tone is always condescending. Condescending, like, very. One thing, because I feel like every every friendship to me, I feel like you need somebody who's just going to kind of like just say stuff. But you got to say it in a way that's not like being an asshole or like that you're better than somebody. You know, there's a way to say things to like encourage somebody or help them or whatever versus just flat out, oh, well, you just need to find doing that or whatever you know what I mean yeah and Molly's home is always like I'm better than you type of thing where her shit is fucked up too agreed yeah so I don't very much interested um Tiffany just needs her ass beat I don't Um, like her I do not like her and I'm still feeling like something is off with this baby situation it's not um What's his name? Derek? It ain't his baby. I, I'm i convinced that, that something in the milk ain't clean with that situation. That ain't his baby. That is not his baby. Mm. That ain't his baby. 
And I, I'm kind of hoping that happens for her. Not that, you know, you want to see anybody doing bad, but Tiffany is the friend who acts like her shit just really don't stink. You know what I mean? Like she's that, that uppity bougie friend. So it'll be kind of like a nice change of pace to see her in a situation where she's fucking up. I want to see Kelly's character kind of grow a little bit too. Like I like Kelly because she's the outspoken one, but I also feel like they just kind of keep her, like they kind of make her like this super horny, like funny friend. Yeah. Like there's nothing else to her, but being fucking horny and nasty and shit like that. And that's it. And they touched on it last season when she was helping Issa, like, get her credit and shit together. Because, to be honest with you, I don't think we knew what Kelly did up until that moment. And so I'm hoping right. they kind of go back into to her storyline a little bit just so we, you know, like you said, get a better understanding of who she is outside of being funny and horny. Right. So. Hello. I'm interested for your season. Let's see how this goes. I wanna I wanna know backstory to Condola too because didn't they say she was divorced and everything too? Yeah. So I wanna know what happened with her and like I don't know. I'm just interested in a lot of things, I guess. I totally forgot who Condola was until like, you know, I went back and watched and I was like, Oh yeah. Totally forgot about her. So I don't know. I did, I feel like like I said before, it was a good um, season premiere because it leaves a lot of room for like what could possibly happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm here for all of it. I really think it's going to be... I think East is going to make it worth our wait. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah. And I, I want to see her like keep growing. You know what I mean? Right. Like in her character. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm interested in that. But I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. I know along the same vein, we had brought up for um, a potential main topic. I don't know if you want to still talk about it. But speaking of like friendships and maintaining friendships, um, do you feel like or have you noticed people struggling to maintain friendships during this weird space that we're in? And so the reason why I had said something about that is because I've seen um, Tia, Tia Mari, however you say her last name, you know the twins, yeah. sister twins. So she had said something on Twitter or something like that about um, if your friends haven't checked up on you at this time or pay attention to who checked up on you during the time of quarantine and pay attention some oh shit to, to the effect of people not reaching out during this time. So... It was just, like, interesting that she would say that because I'm kind of like, well, people are going through shit right now. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for us to feel like people are obligated or, like, my friendship has to be shifted in a different way because somebody didn't reach out to me for a week. Like, people are losing jobs. People don't know where food's coming from. Like, that was corny to say to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I totally agree with that mm-hmm. because... I'm telling you now, let me lose my job or some shit like that. I don't I don't know if I would talk to y'all for like two weeks. I gotta figure my shit out. That's real. <laughs> That's real. You know what I mean? So that could be the case with some things or things like because. But um I just see like you said, people are struggling to maintain their relationship. Shit, people's trying to break up and divorce at this time. <laughs> like it's been rough. 
Folks at home with their kids don't know what to do with them. It's a lot going on. And I had a friendship that came to mind when you first brought that up. And I had to, like, really narrow down why I feel a certain type of way about the friendship. And for me, I feel the way that I do because this started before we were even on lockdown. And so it was like, am I justified for feeling some kind of way? And I'll tell you who I'm talking about when we're we're done recording. But um, I, I almost felt guilty for feeling some kind of way about the friendship, but then it was like, cause the excuse was I'm, I'm going through something right now. It's just a lot of shit going on. And mind you, like I said, this was before any of this, this coronavirus stuff hit. And so for me, it's like, yeah, but we're all going through some shit. And so I think, it, I think it depends on, what the dynamic looked like prior to. I think that's the point I'm getting at. Because if if you were a flaky friend before, now's not the time for you to expect that friend to jump in and be super friend or whatever. You know, people just are who they are. And I think that's what I've been struggling with to, you know, to kind of, again, narrow down why I'm feeling the way I feel about this person. Um, but I do think that, so it's, it's almost like I agree with her, but I disagree because I, you know, like I, I get your point, but I also get her point too. It's like, mm-hmm. to a degree, we're all dealing with some shit. And so if you had a strong relationship before this, it, it's okay for you to, you know, check up on that friend or whatever, but it does raise eyebrows when it's like the excuse is, Oh, I'm dealing with shit because then it's like, yeah, we all kind of are though. Right. You know, you get what I'm saying. I feel like I'm talking in circles, but do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I, no, I got what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, I guess for me, it was just, but I guess too because like me talking to people every day about like experiencing anxiety and all this stuff like that, like, especially now. I guess I kind of look at it a little bit differently because I'm like, well, damn, some people truly don't know how to cope with shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I guess it, I don't need you to check up on me every day or I don't need to check up on you every day, but I don't think it necessarily has to be like the true measurement of your friendship like right now. Yeah. Uh, if it, like you said, it was before then, then I might have to question it a little bit. But I think right now, because people are literally trying to figure out finances and what they're going to do with their kids and all that stuff, you know what I mean? I'm I'm trying to look at it a little bit differently. Like, right. I don't want to say that you're not totally my friend or that you're not a good friend because you didn't reach out to me for like a week or whatever. You know what I mean? And, and I think with that, even just on a larger scale, people just have to understand and accept where they are with people because you also see that type of shit when, you know, people are moving. Oh, you see who your real friends are when you move and you need help and blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, you see who your real friends are once you have a kid and blah, blah, blah. And it's like. Yeah. And honestly, at the end of the day, I didn't tell you to get pregnant. So don't. don't 
like, you know me, I'm not, I'm not a kid person like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna make sure you're good, you know. But I tell people, don't call me to babysit your kid until your kid's at least six months old. Like I'm not. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you if you need something, but don't rely on me to come get the baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, and I think honestly. I've had to come to grips with who I am as a person as well, because I was always the, oh, I want kids and I love kids and blah, 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 and this, that, and the third. But then after my friends started having kids and I realized the dynamic that I have with them and their kids, it's like, perhaps I'm not as much of a child person as I thought I was. And it's not that I don't love them, but after a while, it's like, especially because at the the time when I was working with kids regularly, it was like, I don't want to go to work, have to deal with kids and then watch a six year old all weekend. That's just not the type of thing I'm on. And so, like I said, it's not that I love them any less. It's just that we're literally in two different spaces and two different places in life right now. And I think people have to be okay with that. They have to be okay with that. Funny thing is, you know how your Facebook memories come up? Mm-hmm. And so, like, probably in, like, 2010 or 11, I said something like, I kind of want to have a baby. And I was like, whoa, I said that shit? Because I know me now. And I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck all of it. Like, fuck the whole idea of ever having somebody's baby. Fuck that. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> like, I, I honestly don't know what I would do right now if I was at home with a kid. Especially for the single parents that are doing it. Shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd be in here losing my mind. Because just the thought of having someone constantly calling my name. Mom. Mom, yeah. can I have? Mom, can yeah. you? Mom, can, shut the fuck up and go sit down. Because even when I go visit, like, you know, my nieces and nephews and stuff, and it's like, I love y'all. But after a smooth hour, I'm like, all right, I got to go because y'all are driving me nuts. Like, you know, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I, God bless my brothers and stuff because, like, I can't. <laughs> like, and I, I, and I think for us, we've 100% adapted to <laughs> flying solo. And so yep. we're not used to yep. having somebody else to, like, feed and take care of and all of that other stuff so like honestly looking at my friends that have kids there's gonna be certain aspects where we just don't relate anymore I cannot relate to you being a mother just the same way you can no longer relate to me not having kids like I can pick up and go to a bar I can pick up and go out of town for a weekend you can't relate to that anymore because now you have to find babysitters you got to get there's parameters that now have to be in place because you have children yep and so and I, for the longest time I really felt bad for being able to get up and move and move how I wanted to but then it's like no I shouldn't have to feel guilty for that not at all, because I don't. <laughs> and it's like, and again, it's not that I love you any less. It's just that the things that we relate to and the things that we connect on might just look a little different right now. Mm-hmm. Now, I took this completely out of the scope of uh, coronavirus, but. <laughs> but I mean, hey, it's, it's real. But, you know, I'm going to check on you to make sure you're good, if you need anything. But again, like you said, there's a lot of stuff we don't relate to in that. But, um. 
Damn, what was I about to say? Shit. Yeah. It's time I'm getting old. <laughs> it literally was like, boop, I'm going now. <laughs> but I even think, and I'm going to talk until you find your point, because if you remember it, just interrupt me. But I think um, even in the scope of coronavirus, we're all... For on a larger scale, we're all dealing with the same thing. But even when you look at like the intricacies, like if one of my good friends came to me right now and said that they lost their job, I'm not sure that I would 100% know how to support my friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So again, it's different different levels to certain things. It's not that I don't want to be there for you. I just legit don't know how, because at the end of the day, let's just say financially, I would love to support you. I would love to go ahead and just drop $500 in your checking account, but I can't do that. So outside of finances, I don't know that I would be able to, like, I don't know that I would know how to support depending on what your situation is. Again, I think that people in general don't really have coping skills. And mm-hmm. so, like, when they're faced with something, you know, major, or like, now nah, we're in a fucking pandemic. So I think just kind of people tune out. Yeah. For a minute. Just like on a regular basis, cool, how you feeling? You good? Let me check up on you real quick. But now that this is happening, like, people don't know how to deal with that. And so, yeah. like, their mind is just totally in a different space to where they're probably not thinking, like, oh, let me check up on this person real quick. Let me see what's going on. Let me keep in contact mm-hmm. because their minds are wrapped up in, like, the serious shit that they got going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some people know that they have their friends to lean on, but still, in a time like this, ain't nobody thinking that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I don't know if this was the right time for her to say something like that. Like, it could mm-hmm. be, like you said, before this happened or whatever, you can kind of sense, like, a, a friendship dynamic changing a little bit. But I don't know if this right here is the right time to be trying to measure, like, all your friendships. Right. Okay, I figured it out. I figured out why I agree with both sides. Because I think from her saying that, she's probably looking at it from, like, a time aspect. Like, we don't have shit else to do, so why are you not talking to your friends? Whereas on your side, it's like, we might have time, but while I might not be physically doing anything, mentally, I'm all over the place. Yeah. But I didn't think about it in that sense on her end, like the time thing, because I mean, we are all at home, not doing shit. And I I mean, from, from her viewpoint, she's still rich. So there's a lot of shit that she doesn't have to worry about that some of us do. And so for her, yeah, you literally just have time on your hands because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're fine right now. Yep. And so maybe if her friends aren't reaching out to her, that's that's a, a completely different ball game because what y'all niggas doing? You know what I mean? So I don't know. So, and like we had talked about at the um, millennial talk the last time about trust, it's kind of like, all right, so if I'm expecting my friends to reach out to me, or whatever, if I'm not doing the same with them. Like, yeah. it's always both sides. Of, like, the phone and whatever works both ways. So, I'm not expecting you to do all the work. And I'm also making sure you're okay. You know what I mean? Like you said, I can't give you no money, but I can check up on you all day. Yeah. You know? We can talk. We can... <laughs> that. 
We can right. have conversations. And I and you, even if I could give you money, it's not going to be the type of money that you need. I can give you give you a little something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give you some pizza money. Yeah, I got you. I got this quick dub for you real quick. I you know, grab that. <laughs> but uh, that's that's about it. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, I think it's important to have a, a solid friendship in place anyways with people, whether mm-hmm. you got like one good friend or like a group of friends. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, again, people just truly ain't thinking about that shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I I think people, you know, just really have to learn how to break things down so Mm -hmm. that not only do you try to understand both sides, but then also figure out what it is that you want from Mm -hmm. the friendship. Like, is it you want this person to check in on you because you want attention or do you want someone to check up on you because you're literally not in an okay space? Right. And then sometimes when you're in that not okay space, you're going to have to tell people that you're in that not okay space. Yep. Like, cause and at the end of the day, people aren't mind readers. Yeah. That's the thing that some of us don't do. I was talking to one of my clients earlier about that. And she was talking about some of her friendships and I was like, well, you know, on the flip side of that, you have to like speak up because people aren't mind readers. Mm-hmm. They're not going to know how you're feeling if you just kind of like fall back from the friendship. I said, because if you do that, you're going to continue to run into these same problems. Mm-hmm. So you got to learn how to speak up because ain't nobody going to know what you what you want yeah. from the friendship if you're not saying anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of us don't. We expect people to know how we're feeling and to get it mm-hmm. and to get it right on top of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so. Mm. I tell you, man, as we get older, these these friend dynamics, and again, that's why I'm so interested to see how this season of Insecure plays out, because these friend dynamics, it it becomes pretty real. Mm-hmm. The older you get, it becomes very real. Yeah, and like your circle truly does like get smaller and smaller. Yeah. Like, there's people you know, and you can hang with and, and talk to, whatever, but that, that real circle of friends, it gets really really small yeah like really small yeah and i i uh like for me my oldest friendship goes back to preschool Mm -hmm. and for a while it kind of bothered me that we weren't necessarily as close as we were Mm -hmm. but i've also had to kind of just accept the friendship for what it is like we may we may not talk every day and that doesn't mean that I love her any less or she loves me any less it's just where we are and so when we do talk it just picks right back up and it's fine Mm -hmm. but you know I that comes with a lot of um I don't know I don't want to say maturity because I don't want to make it sound like I'm out here better than everybody else as far as the thought process goes but I do think it requires a lot of like introspective work a little bit to be able to just accept things as they are without being emotional about it or working through the emotions and getting you know to the point of acceptance I think it's funny you you said that because I think too that we get so obsessed with everything being long term all the time whether it's a friendship or a relationship and I seen something on Twitter like that last week 
about the girl was talking about how like if we started to normalize shorter relationships as well. Like sometimes like friendships and relationships they run their course. And that's so it. We're so obsessed with saying like, oh, I've been friends with this person for twenty five years, or I've been married for fifteen, twenty years, or whatever. Instead of allowing things to just kind of fade away when they're supposed to, mm-hmm. because a lot of them friendships ain't real friendships. A mm-hmm. lot of them relationships and marriages, like people is miserable, but we got to place that number on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like sometimes just allowing things, whether you've been friends for a year, two years, twenty years, whatever. Like when it's done. It's done, and we can just learn to appreciate that shit yep. for, like you said, for what it is or what it was. You yep. know what I mean? But we don't, we don't do that. We just we. we Clarinda's ass is on twenties uh, too. What Who? is her name? Condola. Oh, is she? <laughs> I'm probably gonna keep calling her Clarinda through the whole season. I have no idea where you even get that name from. Me neither. Me neither. You know what? That's the girl's name on. She's got to have it. The light skin friend. The it sure friend. is. Yep, that's her. It sure is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know, y'all. If you're expecting your friends to be friends during this time, make sure you're also being a good friend, I think. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. Make sure you're also giving what you are expecting. Yeah. Sometimes we don't do that, and I got to check myself a lot of times, too, in certain areas of friendship you know what i mean yeah so you all gotta do that self-inventory every now and then mm-hmm. so and if your friend ain't reaching out just pray for them they literally might be fucked up i ain't have to say it like that but, you know. but for real <laughs> <laughs> people's going through it right but now. for real yeah it's rough <laughs> i agree i agree it's really rough so Cool. Well, I don't think I have I anything have else. I don't think. Um, I don't either. Yeah, I don't have any shout outs this week. We all just been on ice. So, shout out to anybody who's who's still, you know, holding on to their sanity. We're going to pray for you. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. And I want you to hold on to God and change hands. <laughs> Because he helped Joshua fight the Battle of Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> he helped Daniel get out the lion's den. Oh, okay. And he helped Gilligan <laughs> get off the island. Yes. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, I can't deal. Yeah. So. Yeah, this, this is some rough times. Like, I just never thought we'd see the day some shit like this happen. Bro, we're literally not allowed to go outside. This is crazy. Punishment. And, and you know me, I'm usually cool, like chilling at the crib. Like, I'm cool. But then there's some days that I'm fucking bored. I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? And I think it's the difference between having the ability to go outside and just not wanting yep. to. Yep. But now we're like, absolutely, like, we're actually not allowed to go outside. It's like, yeah. what am I, five? What is happening? This is terrible. I want to go ride my bike. I want to go play kickball. I want to go play release the thin. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Oh, yeah. It's rough. Oh, he's fine. Who is this? Is this a commercial? Hmm. Are you watching 20s? What the hell am I watching? I think I'm on BET because I keep seeing commercials for 20s and uh, some other black people shit. 
the last time I actually watched cable was yesterday when I watched Insecure. Other than that, I'd be on like Hulu and shit like that. And I usually, usually when I have cable on, it's just so I have like background noise. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, like I usually have my little Roku thing on, and I'll like go through all that stuff on there. But the I, I haven't watched actual cable in a good while. Yeah. I'm like, I don't I don't know why I have this shit, but yeah, it is what it is. So. I don't know, girl. But <clears throat> but it's been real. It has, and we're gonna do this again in two weeks. We're gonna yeah. be right here. Amen and amen. <laughs> All right, y'all. We should start doing a benediction. <laughs> we should a ghetto benediction at the end of each episode. Let's do that. Let's plan that. We should. Yep. Next episode, we're gonna have a ghetto benediction. Yeah, we should do that. Cool. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Be Bye. safe. Bye. Talk to if you need to. And Talk wash to. your hands. Yeah, please. Okay. Please. <laughs> wash them <through>. good. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.